Hello. Um, the following podcast comes with a disclaimer, which probably isn't a good sign, is it? Um, I decided it would be a good idea to sit down with some mates of mine and do a year a year review. So going month by month, talking about some of the things that went on that month in the news, in music, in our own lives, um, and record it. We also decided it'd be good to have a drink while we do this. Now, I don't really drink much anymore. I've probably been drunk probably twice this year up to this point i figured that these episodes would get at least two episodes out of so at least a couple of hours um we ended up drinking and talking for over five hours um so yeah i've we've we broke it up so it's episodes but we do get quite drunk the thinking was in the December period and new year, early New Year and stuff like that, I don't want to be chasing guests, trying to hassle people to sit down and have a conversation with me. But equally, that's the time of year that you might have some free time to fill or you might really want to go for a walk and escape the family and stuff like that or 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 have the the worst of the train journeys because it's it's you shouldn't be at work you should be at home by fire um so i didn't want to not do the podcast a lot of people take december off i didn't want to do that so we've actually turned out we're going to be doing extra episodes in december because this two hours of chat turned into five hours of drunk rambling i wanted to do this disclaimer because i can't I can't guarantee the quality is high. <laughs> I can't remember what we said or what we did, but I do remember that we had a great time. So hopefully you will too. Um, thank you for the support. Oh, and again, like some of them, I was drunk and forgot to give a gap for the intro music to come in or outro music or anything like that. So they're going to be a sloppy mess. Um, but yeah, thank you for supporting for the whole of 2015 and all the episodes you've got down with and pushed about and used word of mouth to to keep us in the top 10 regularly on the iTunes chart and on all podcast charts. So thank you for your support and um, happy new year. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm barely going to do any kind of intro because we've literally just stopped the last one. All that's happened in that time is Stu has topped up the crisps. Oh, I'm, I'm having a top up of Pepsi now, or Pepsi Max. Oh, there's your glass. Let's do it. Bacardi and Pepsi Max. Shoes packed open for which is always a good thing. Premier crisps. So, yeah, this is another one. Of, this is part two of our year review. I'm joined by Chris Glasson and Stuart, Stuart Whiffin. Hello. Uh, Hello. We are in the Whiff Inn, which is his pub at the end of his garden. I feel I should should clarify, because it makes it seem like, because we mentioned that I didn't go into it, it makes it seem like you're like a really um, posh, rich person yeah, with tons of land. Yeah, that sound like Ronnie Wood yeah, or something. Yeah, <laughs> I, I need to explain. I mean, it's pretty shit. It's a shit. <laughs> no, no, it's oh, a beautiful shit. shed. I'm joking, it's not shit. It's a beautiful shed that you've just turned into a nice little bar. Yeah. Mm. Which is lovely. Which is pretty shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's got crisps. Just messing. I reckon it might be in this episode that that we end up ordering pizza midway through. So well, yeah, okay. start thinking now because the exciting thing. This is exciting for it's not exciting for either of you because of where you live. But I live in Stamford Le Hope. <laughs> the only delivery option is Domino's. Got pizza, right? Yeah, got pizza up and Papa John's right down south. Pizza up, Domino's and Papa John's could all be delivered. So start thinking mm. of what we might. We might, might go for keep that in mind. Arm wrestle. Now, yeah, it might have to come down to an arm wrestle. We'll take I'll, I'll photos. Have to lay it on um, I need to. The last episode, we're doing a year a year review. I was thinking it might last one, two, maybe three episodes. We got January and February done last time, <laughs> yep. so let's smash through March, oh, okay. eh? Let's yeah, smash sure. through March. So March. Um, all I wanted to bring up. Let's go. 
let's start with MMA and, and get it out of the way because okay. that'll get all the people who hate MMA it'll be fine it's like when they all oh no I should actually do let's have the theme music Right now, sorry, as because I know that when the theme music plays, also an advert plays, and I know a lot of you fuckers just skip that. So if you're not into MMA, just keep skipping for a couple of minutes. Um, but the two fights that jumped out to me in March were Rafael de Sanos and Pettis, which was meant to again because again Pettis was just didn't see that coming. No, he was the boy. He was he he he, he did the. He did the Showtime kick. If he you're not, did the kick. He, he did the kick. Even if you're not into MMA, just go and go on YouTube and, and look at the Showtime kick. Where I'm going to paint a picture a bit here because on the last, on whichever one is the last podcast, we're going to talk about Ronda Rousey. But the Pettis kick is something that is the reason I stay up until the middle of the night to watch MMA because actually experiencing it happening live is the most amazing thing. So, Andy Pettis was was fighting. Benson Henderson in the last ever WEC event for the last ever WEC lightweight championship in the main event it'd been a great a fight a back and forth and then it's it's kind of even probably yeah it could go either way and then towards towards the end um, of round five I think it was wasn't it yeah it was literally towards the end of the last round Anthony Pettis ran up the side of a cage jumped off of it and kicked Benson Henderson in the face. Yeah. So it's literally two steps up the side, and a, and, a, and, and like a ninja. And floored him as and well. Floored him, put him down. I mean, it didn't end the fight. It probably is the thing that won him the decision. So he became the last ever WEC yeah, it, champion, it, which was harsh on Benson Henderson because he'd been champion for ages, yeah. smashing everyone. He's a great fighter. He's now got matrix shit. That kick and it's, 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 it's stunning. I've said I said numerous times when we were doing. Um, what the hell was the show I did on BT Sports with Dan Hardy and what's it called? Dan, to me, I don't watch anything. You don't watch anything I do. Um, <laughs> Dan Hardy and, and, and OJ Borge, um, fighting talk. Yeah. Um, on that, they, they made a big joke because I really genuinely said that I think that is the best thing that's ever happened. Yeah. Just yeah, in no. general, in the world, in life, right. not in MMA. It's just that's the best thing. But yeah, so Pettis had become champ, had been smashing people for a while now. And Desanos, it feels like he's been around forever. Yeah. I've been kind of a gatekeeper and he kind of got on this run. And then he came in and didn't just catch him with a lucky punch or anything. He outworked him. He out footworked, out, 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 out punched everything and just yeah, was, and smashed him. Scored him. Yeah. Yeah. Has he fought since Los Angeles? He hasn't, has he? Um, he has. He beat, um, who did he beat? I'm sure he's had one since. I can't think who he's. No, I can't. He definitely has. Obviously, he's fighting um, Cowboy soon, isn't he? He's got Cowboy coming up. So, so that'll be incredibly exciting. Um, the other one I've flagged more in hindsight was Carla Esparza against Joanna Jonjacek. That was quite However, you an say unpleasant that. thing to watch. It was amazing. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and Joanna, at the end of this year, could well be the, the, the easily the female fighter of the year, as Ronda had a, her, her, her bad end of year. And yep. Holly Holm didn't look great until the Ronda oh. fight, whereas... Joanna came out of nowhere and is the Chuck Liddell of, of women's MMA. Just such an amazing striker. Her hand speed's insane. And, and Carla Esparza, again, to give some history, had won the TV show, so had fought numerous really high-level women on the TV show, so had got a big name. Great wrestler. Great wrestler. Yeah. Out-wrestled everyone. She came against JJ and just got 
beaten. It, it was, was horrible. D- a domination. It was yeah. horrible. It's, it's, it's possibly the most brutal. And again, yeah. the women's fights, it's weird because it is kind of sexist to say I don't like seeing women. Because again, it's, it should be equal. But that was the one that I was the first that I really kind of winced and was a little bit, oh man, this hey, is... Irrelevant of male or female. Intense, that, yeah. that, that kind of... Because it, it was a ongoing beating until yeah. literally she absolute domination couldn't deal with it and oh, it I was... just had a big bit of Bacardi then that was it was a lot of Bacardi <laughs> at the time sorry <laughs> anyway yeah it was it was a real just yeah smashed yeah brilliant so uh, have you got anything in March I, I Chris Al- you keep album, looking at your screen albums wise I have yeah go on so things like Earl Sweatshirt yet. I Don't Like Shit I Don't Go Outside was a dope album it's good and particularly after Earl had, had, had been away for so long yeah yeah he'd been, been away for years. so people who don't know there was tons of hype over it there was a whole free Earl movement because Earl Sweatshirt is part he was part of the original Odd Future yeah um, and he along with Tyler the Creator they were the two that people were really hyped about um before the hype for Frank Ocean built or anyone else so yeah. and Earl was the one that was the real intricate writer mm-hmm. but then there was all sorts of rumours his mum either sent him off to boarding school or put him in a military school mm-hmm. and all sorts of weird shit where he was just just as they blew up and Tyler was going on to yeah, do things gone. Earl stopped yeah, doing everything so he came back um, in February and is still the tightest right it's weird because the exciting thing at the time was saying have a listen to this 16 year old rap yeah, better than yeah, anyone yeah, yeah. more intricately than anyone so it's kind of it's still dope but for me it wasn't as exciting as an 18 year old or 19 year old or whatever he is now but still yeah music music video um, I think it was Grief yeah. have you seen that yeah so like I've always got this thing about music videos like when you're you, you, you need to keep it simple and don't yeah. spend a lot of money yeah, and there's people like Def- <laughs> yeah you know Dave, you've had us working 24 hours in yeah. one day yeah. just to, uh, for free yeah damn um, right and <laughs> no, seriously, like I think yeah. we did a twenty-hour day once. Yeah, and it's good. Uh, but uh, grief is is dope, and it costs yeah, nothing. Awesome. It's all just like an inf- it's like an infrared heat sensor, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and, I thought and, that was and so similar. Cool. I think you were about to reference a death grip death as grips. well. They've that done had a few bangers. The guillotine one was oh, again. Yeah. It's just so simple, but so yeah, yeah so cool. I loved it. Um, on the podcast that month, um, two that jumped out t- to me the most: Billy fucking Bragg. Do you know what? I listened to that one on Friday night. Yeah. Yeah. Um, didn't catch it at the time. Obviously, I've just waited until uh, November to listen to it. Yeah. Um, really interesting what, what he I said. I, I mean, you, you know that yeah. I, I adore Billy Bragg. Um, or this part of all being from Essex and, you know, his, his, him being a barking lad and whatever else. It's like, he's just, yeah, he's a bit of a legend. But Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you're going to... I'm going to throw it out there, right? But if you like, if you, if you don't know too much about his music, then Tank Park Salute, just go and listen yep. to that record. He's, he's, yeah, he's, yeah, a, yeah. he's a beaut. Um, I really liked what he was saying about um, his son and his son's band and, and yeah. sort of backing off from it. Yeah, and, and not like, having yeah. too much control and getting too involved. I'm sure I must have said it on the podcast. Again, it's tough because I've... It was when you said about being a side of stage. Yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm sure he was just... like it, it, When he was trying to say about... Being a cool dad. Yeah, yeah. Or, 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 or that was it. It was a, a real revelation for me at Bestival. It made me realise that... And 
and your parents, Stu, obviously, it made me realise that there's no use ever any, having any expectation of being a cool dad. No. Because I was standing there with Billy fucking Bragg and his son, and his son being embarrassed and annoyed by himself. Yep. Or he's, he's saying, yeah, or, or he's, this is my son, he's staying, he's staying a weekend, I'm leaving him some beers in the tent. He's like, yeah, I've got beers, whatever. Like, just being really annoyed that his dad's kind of embarrassing him. And it's like if if, you, if Billy Bragg isn't yeah. isn't a cool dad, there's no there's no point in having any expectation mm. of ever it, being. You can't no. be a cool dad. It's no. impossible. The minute you try and be cool dad, you're yeah. so uncool dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if you're a convicted paedophile, that's never helped you. That's, that's, not, that's always yeah. going to be frowned upon. Definitely. That's not cool at all. Um, have you ever tried to be cool? <laughs> Just in general. <laughs> um, <laughs> that that stripy shirt we saw you in. Uh, <laughs> You pear pricks. Like you, you made me wear my jacket all night. I got proper paranoid about that. <laughs> you did. You did. You wore that your was jacket. A, I mean, sweaty that, club. That was fair because the mumps of lizards that I got stick when I got my sleeveless denim jacket. Um, <laughs> what? Can you not I remember not, that? I don't know if I've seen this. You have. You were quite drunk abusing me all night about it. But um, <laughs> it was brilliant. It, it was is brilliant, man. Like, and that's the, not in my memory. The best thing. The best thing for me. I think I. I sent a. A picture to Stu was about about six months later. There was a big article of with David Beckham in a sleeveless denim saying it's the biggest new trend, and I was like, mm. "Just ahead of the curve, guys. Sorry, you old old fogies can't keep up with me and be cool." But yeah, <laughs> I just thought he'd have a baracus on his podcast and <laughs> in a jacket. <laughs> it's a solid jacket, and I still still wow. wear it and I I've love never, it. I've never seen you wear it once since if that even happened. It's the right, it has to be the right weather for it, mate. <laughs> um, other one that jumped out for me was Wes Borland. Um, and wow. again, wow. I, loved, wow. Wow. I loved how... I'm going to have to listen to that Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he, and, and this will be good for you, because he kind of talks about his his conflict of of of, of, oh, of Limp Bizkit being, having a lot of jock fans and becoming this weird thing, whereas he was always the really alternative dude with all... Doing his own body paint, insanely creative. He, insanely he, creative. He, his I outfits mean, were awesome. He mentioned like quite a lot that he, he almost looked at Limp Bizkit as that's the day job, mm. and mm. and the thing that he the music. What was the name of his band? His with wife. Kwong. Was that is that his wife? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah, but it sounded really good. He played a track. Didn't yeah, you know? it's great. And he was beautiful again. Again, he talks in the podcast about how there was a period where he got a massive ego and yeah. was a dick. But I saw him play with Queen Kwong in. The old blue last in Shoreditch, yeah. in front of about no hundred or, or so people. It's a sm- small venue. That next a weekend, he was off to Mexico to play with Limp Biscuit for sixty thousand. Yeah, uh, but yeah, he's doing a pub, a, 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 a pub in East London, and, and loving it. Sweat, loving I, it. I thought he'd come. I, I mean, I'm, I'm obviously a bit older than you guys, and and I know you loved all your your new metal and yeah, stuff. We like did, that. Oh, we wow. did right. some stories. Hey, and I, and I, don't get me wrong; I was generally DJing it to use when you were kids dancing <laughs> yeah, the dance yeah. floor, but <laughs> I I, loved it. It weren't my bag, and yeah. and and it was quite interesting because, like, I'm, I'm probably guilty of, as as some of the people he's talking about of just presuming he was just some jock. Yeah, and. It was really interesting. I, yeah. thought, I thought he'd come across really well. Right, you know, seemed like a really sound guy. Yeah, he's a good dude. And, and, and me and you, Chris, at uni. So, oh so Chris God. went to uni in Birmingham and I had a year in Wolverhampton before I quit and became a, f- a fucking megastar. There's, there's, there's literally, um, a, there's, a, there's a whole podcast on our exploits in, in one year. Yeah, yeah, it'd be messy. But I, we were heavily into, at that point, Lip Biscuit, Head P.E., Incubus, oh, Incubus, Papa Roach. Yeah, yeah. We met. Well, I say we, we were actually hard. into Papa Roach. I say, I say we met these people 
Pip would always meet them, and, and there'd always be an awkward exchange between me and some of these people. That was the best thing on on, on, on what we, I still claim, was our three, three best nights out in one ever, because we went to see Papa Roach, supported by Head P.E., and then went on to on to feet first at Coco. Yep. Um, or as at the Camden Palais at the Palais time. At the time yeah. yeah. So um, Head PE were the main band we we're there to see, and they were amazing. Oh, yeah. And then Papa Roach were great. And then we we went to the Camden Palais, and Papa Roach were in there. And we kind of, by pure chance, again, I've never been the cool kid, but Kobe Dick of Papa Roach. That can't be his name. No, it's not. He's, he's 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 Jewish. He's got a, a long Jewish surname in real life. But yeah. anyway, because um, I believe it's Kobe Dick to be like Moby Dick. Right. Um, it's the link there. Um, and my name's <laughs> Kobe Dick, Mister Dick. If you're nasty, I rock the mic with a voice that's raspy. It was one of his classic raps. Um, if you could see Stu's face right now. Anyway, it, it anyway, everything he hated in, in new metal. In that night, like we were fanboying out, and we yeah. got, I, I got to talk to him briefly, and I was just like, oh. Like, like being some cheap Essex kid, I was like, oh, the drinks near are fucking are well expensive, and he, he gave he gave me a load of free drinks tokens, and then when we were leaving to go round B- Big Pete's student digs, oh, do you remember that is amazing? Like again, we won't go into all of that; it'll be boring <laughs> for everyone other than us. Um, Chris was like, oh, we should try and s- s- say goodbye or say hello or whatever on the way back. I was like, oh, let's just leave it, and we walked past, and Kobe Dick had a bit of a crowd around him, and then he pushed the crowd aside a bit and just said. You leave him, man. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll see you later. I was like, bye. I thought he was going to say, can I have something big? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It is proper expensive here. Um, but yeah, I always remember as well when we were at Alternative Club in Wolverhampton, I got picked up by my throat by the bouncer in the middle of the dance floor and carried to the end of the club all the way by my throat, pinned against the wall during break stuff. Because he was like, oh. you're just getting too out of control. I was like, it's a, it's a rowdy song. He went, you jumped up, grabbed hold of the rafting in the ceiling, swung off of it into the crowd. I was like, yeah, yeah fair play, mate. I should probably <laughs> I should probably go and have a, a sit down. I probably got a bit overexcited there. But yeah, we loved Alan Biscuit. And Wes was a great guest on that one. And as I said, it was great to see the intelligence and wiseness of that young man. Um, are we ready to move on to April? Yeah. Uh, a mo- movie in March, it follows. I don't know if you guys saw that. It horror follows. Movie. I did see I it. And you're a big, amazing. You're a big, 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 big horror movie fan, yeah, aren't yeah. you? I'm kind yeah. of. I'm fifty-fifty on it, but I heard a lot of hype over it. Follows, and it was. It's great use again of going kind of a low-budget premise of not really having much of a visible bad guy there. You know, initially yeah. at least it being kind of just a scary. The idea and implication of fear and a threat. Definitely. They nailed it, right? Yeah, they totally nailed it. Um, and it was driven by a nightmare he'd had as a kid. And yeah. it, I, I just think that's genius, because when I watched it, I was like, wow, where did that come from? That's, like, original, it's creative, it's like, um, it, you know, it tipped its hat at, like, a lot of 80s and 90s horror movies that I, I you know, absolutely loved. Um, and I thought, well, how's he created this this thing? Yeah. Um, and then we, we went to see it, and it was the um, the, the director, and I, I think he also wrote it. He, he said, well, it, was just, it was just the nightmare he's have as a kid. Yeah. And, well, yeah, it's great. The simplicity. It really, it's, it's so it, simple. It, it works it in perfect balance as well of being a bit over the top and trashy and just, just genuinely good. It's mm. not like a highbrow horror, but it's also not... Sharknado unfortunately it's not Sharknado we haven't got time to talk about that but I I ain't big on horror and and my my missus is and and, and I had to over the Halloween period 
she she wanted to play catch up on some horrors. So I don't know if you've, you, you've seen any of these because none of them done a lot for me. Like, can't can I talk don't, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're going to horrors. Um, Baba Duke. Oh, the Baba Duke. Baba Duke was brilliant. I thought I loved it. I loved the art, artistic it's design genius. on it and just everything. But I you, thought, you didn't feel I, it. I thought because it was Australian. Baba Duke. Baba Duke. Baba Duke. Um, um, yeah, New Zealand, like, right? New, New Zealand. Zealand. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you know what? For about I don't know. I just said, I just said that to Sam's if I had more information. Uh, for I think you'll find it's New Zealand too. I think you should understand the regional accents a little bit clearer. From New Zealand, you daft racist. Um, uh, no, it, it got to um, about an hour in, and I was thinking, this is really good. I really like the way it was shot and that. And yeah, I just nah. We was that genius. one, and then my, my mate went, yeah, I. I have you seen the human centipede? I went, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't like it. And he was like, the second one's really dark. It's like, it's English. <laughs> you should watch it. I hope he was just trying to wind me up because mm. that was rubbish. I couldn't, uh, I didn't even bother. And uh, Insidious, is it Insidious? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I watched that as well. The original or one of the follow-ups? The, the first one. The first one had a good premise and setup, and yeah. towards the end, I don't think they quite nailed it. But there was bits in that, just the use of the violin, yeah, mm. petrifying. Yeah, really I, I, I confuse a lot of, of horror films, mm. and, and that's not me making a joke at yeah, all. Yeah. Insidious, I'm not sure which one. No, because they, they did that. Like, I know how, I saw it. Paranormal it kind of, Activity came out, and then yeah. they just literally they you know, they carbon copied Paranormal Activity yeah. into about four or five. And if you look at the production house, I won't start naming them on air, but if you yeah. look, they are literally yeah templates of each other but right. there's, there's yeah. four or five where it's so tedious for me to watch them yeah and they're a bit jump jump scare culture yeah I mean, I mean I'd imagine they're pretty fucking pleased that you've not named them on air because they would have been cowering in oh, their yeah. boots or, if we'd or, gone or, yeah, yeah, yeah. we'd named them on air they'd be they'd be like that's us yeah. closed down <laughs> now, now Chris has singled us out on the Distraction <laughs> Pieces podcast we're fucked I'm like that that dude who, who does movie reviews and just kills movies before they come out have you heard of that and the ginger who? dude the ginger guy he's American no I don't just, know literally he's a small critic blogger yeah. Watches films in advance and get, kills them. bad upright. Damn. Yeah. You could have done that about podcasts if you'd ever listened to, <laughs> listen to any. Let's move on to April. Sorry, Let's move on yeah. to April. And while we're on films, um, a, a film I went to see in the cinema, Furious 7. Hey, Matt, I'm not going to diss that because... I'm not either. No, I really good. enjoyed it. I, I had choices. I think I, I had a spare afternoon in London, like, like between our meetings or whatever, mm. um, and... I looked up the reviews on Rotten Tomato and a few others, and there was a Furious 7. It might have been S- S- San Andreas, was that at the same time? And a couple um, of others. And like, Furious 7 had the best reviews. And I watched it. I thought it was all right. Um, that's cars and shit, isn't it? It's cars and shit. Cars and shit. Right. It's weird that I felt... I had two big things I took from it. I felt sorry for... Uh, no, yeah, cars and shit. <laughs> I felt sorry for Vin Diesel, because his whole thing is he's... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's bald yeah. Mm-hmm. and muscly and big. And then about halfway through this this franchise, they brought in The Rock, who's yeah. balder and musclier and bigger and kind of just puts him to shame. But the thing that really struck me that I was stunned that no one talked about, and you've seen it, right? Yeah, and yeah, a few of the others before that. Keeping in mind, obviously, this was also the same month that Freddie Gray was the latest of the... Um, black community killed in police custody oh, and all sorts of other stuff going on. Again, we'll get onto that if mm-hmm. we want, but... Keeping that in mind, do you remember what the place that they went to in the, the desert was called? The kind of the race place that they had built their own the, themselves? Um, no, not off the top of my head, bro. They, so he takes her to try and 
Jogo memory to this place in the desert that's like a race, almost a race adventure park kind of thing. There's loads of race and loads of weird things going on. The park was called R- Race Wars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> race Wars. In, in the current climate, I, I literally saw it, I was like, does that say r- Race Wars? And then it just zooms in on it, and it's like, you've, ha, what, how's that? How's your adventure playground called Race Wars, considering what's been going on for like... In the last three or four years in America now, really, with the increase in, in, in police Why mentality. do no one on set go, mate, what's with a fucking sign? Yeah. <laughs> what's going yes on? Men. Why is that called Race Wars? But yeah, that, 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 that was the main thing I took from it. We don't have to go into that anymore. Um, <laughs> let's talk about some other people's podcasts for a bit. Because you listen to a few, a, few, a few others, right, Stu? Um, yeah, what do you listen to? I listen to tons of other people. You've never... You, you, you think a podcast is something that's on TV <laughs> on a Sunday night. <laughs> I'm not in on Sundays. I've not seen the podcast. I used to watch the Antiques Roadshow podcast and Last of the Summer podcast. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you listen to Rogan and a bit, a bit of a Fighter and the Kid, right? Yeah, yeah, like... yeah, yeah. Um, and is Desert Island Discs a podcast? Yeah, they do it as a, a, a podcast yeah, as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I like a bit of that. But in 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 April. Um, the Fire and the Kid, I think, is a weird podcast because I love it, but again, it's not it's not always about MMA. But I, I think it, you it, do need to have a level of that, or you don't need to, because because Brian Callan's an amazing comedian, and and, and Brendan Schaub is entertaining. And it's no, kind he's of, not, man. You know, you hate no, him. I, I just don't get him. It, he's a jock. He's won me over. He's he's won me no, over. I think he's, he's, like, he's like, proper won you over. He played it in the car the other day, yeah. and uh, he played me some great podcasts. To be honest with you, but that one I kind of didn't. It was only one I heard, but, but anyway, I switch on. The the, the I did see. Just while we talk about MMA podcast before yeah. we, we, we 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 go into that. Um, I see a video podcast the other day. I don't know if it is just an audio thing. It's all that Faber does from He's been Team doing Alpha one for Mal. a while. He's been doing a Team Alpha Mal podcast he for was, a while. It looked like they were trashed, and they were yeah. like, I think, were they talking about Connor? Or I've never they? listened to it, but yeah, I've heard It was him, kind of... um, uh, one of the guys that's always in, in, in the corner for him. I can't think what his name is. A fighter, uh, or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a Danny... No, Castillo. it weren't Castillo. No, um, I, I, you know what? I think Castillo was in the room as well because he's really good on them. From what I've heard, mm. he's mm. genuinely a. I don't know what they were talking about. They were talking about um, TJ and Dwayne Bang Ludwig. Yeah, and they were trashed, and that was why I see it because it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, but yeah on, sorry, buddy. And, just... Anyway, on the fire and the kid, it's a weird one because the ones I enjoy the most, to be honest, is when they're or tends to be when they've not got a guest. Except for when Rappaport is on, he's hilarious. But in general, I enjoy the guests, but I like them just talking about stuff that's going on and, and current affairs and things like that. But they had, but that's hard for people who aren't already into them or aware of them to necessarily get into. So one that I really enjoyed that I'd recommend people listen to is they had a Kristen Beck on, who's, who's Lady Valor, and it was around the time that um, Caitlin had or Bruce. Jenner had announced that he was going to become Caitlyn and it was this big change and Lady Valor was like a high level like proper black ops marine who is now a woman um, and does still does training wow. of the marines and the videos and stuff of it it's just it's the most amazing thing because she stood there in high heels yeah. and with her makeup on and all this coming training people on how to be the biggest badasses in the world and that was a fascinating one because particularly at the point where all the press was on on Caitlin and we'll talk about that again there's that's kind of it was a few months after they had the big um the the Vanity Fair front cover and all that kind of thing but I yeah I thought it was amazing I I think it's great I I'm personally I think 
Caitlin and the, and the Bruce Jenner thing, whether you like her as a person or not, I think it's great that there's attention being given to that kind of thing. So I'm not hating. Mm. I, I can't get mad at that. But I, I, did, I did l- 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 love hearing about a Lady Valor and the, you know, in many ways, the greater pressure of someone who's had their life being the most manly of men, like like literally yeah. out there killing people and training mm-hmm. other people to kill people and being the, as manly as it's possible uh-huh. to get and having that inside them the whole time. So the boldness and braveness to then come around. And again, it also, I also like it because a lot of people who are against transgenderism or whatever else try and cover it up and go, all I'm saying is they're winning awards, like Caitlin is winning awards for bravery or whatever, and that should be going to our soldiers. Our soldiers are brave. It's like... Mm. Come and meet Kristen Beck. There you go. You can't pull that. It's like our soldiers. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I'm one of the the most the highest serving Marines in the history of US kind of force. Uh, fought with the guy that um, what was the the um, the film about the sniper guy? Um, American, American sniper. sniper. Yeah. Um, so was on on many tours with that guy and all this. So was like high level. So yeah, mm. I recommend that. I, I think you should check yeah, that. Out. Check, I will check that out. Or oh, you won't. Chris, we've already established that. Um, the other one that jumped out, which I don't think anyone here will have listened to, but I send it to people. Charles Sonnen has a podcast. Oh, I listen to Charles. I listen to Charles. Did you, did you listen to the one with Judge Douglas Crosby? No. Uh, do you know what? I'm, I'm guilty of looking through who the guests are. And you look at the best... Yeah, and completely. I look for, and I look for the fighters. This, this and... is another one. Again, even if you're not an MMA fan, I recommend you go and download this because it's one of the most amazing conversations I've ever seen. He had... Judge Douglas Crosby on. He's not the. I'm not the only person who sees conversations. No, right. Yeah. Um, um, he, he had Judge Douglas Crosby on, and he was wanting to talk to him about how much training do MMA judges has. I, I think there'd been a lot of controversies at the time where the judges had given bad scores or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it's one of the most amazing interviews because this judge just does the weirdest dodging of questions ever. He's he's, he's asking him like, literally that. Like, how much? For example, did you have training? to be a judge and he starts to talk about the variations of choices of favourite Grateful Dead albums and really just goes off on these weird things and Chael just just flips and he's like starts saying I don't know if I could use this I will tell you now this is the worst interview I've ever done I don't know if I can put this out because I have one of the biggest podcasts in the world and it's as I said as a as a Chael I think he flips out but amazingly it's a fascinating thing to listen to because it's just him really losing his shit and this guy just becomes more and more childlike and starts just doing voices and taking the mic and really not taking any of it seriously it's absolutely bizarre but yeah did he actually address that That had he had any training he didn't address it there was a part two which wasn't as good as part one but it's kind of yeah he kind of answers the questions a bit more but dances around it a lot and again it's a bit of in MMA it's a bit of an old man's club um, with the or boys club with the boxing with people who used to do judging on boxing, yeah, yeah, yeah. kickboxing, there's not really. It's why you get, and again, it's easy to to, to, to be an armchair fan, but yep. armchair fans are watching every fight. Yeah, of whereas a lot of the judges are judging a boxing all that week, yep. and then being told, "Here's your criteria for this," and not doing good, good, good judging. So yeah, interesting one. Let's go on to on to a few episodes of distraction pieces that month. I've got. Danny Wallace, which was again a great surprise one. I that, felt that, for that, a lot of people. That, that was one of my favourites. Yeah, just a fascinating dude, right? Um, I, I, you know, I'd seen him doing bits and pieces on the box, and I obviously um, read the Yes Man. Um, yeah, and he was, I think he, because he was DJ on X, wasn't he? For he was a on while? X, and then he was on Absolute. That's right, and um, 
I want to listen to that. Like, man, that guy's had a fucking crazy the, life. The thing that blew me away on that was when he was a teenager. His dad was kind of uh, some kind of journalist, I think, on on on, on politics and it's just the Berlin Wall. It was thing. when the Berlin Wall was fucking coming down, mental. and it was all all getting close to the Berlin Wall coming down. And his dad moved his whole family out there because he's like huge political changes happening and we have to be around it it's important to be there we need to go and get wow. involved it was amazing which I think what is just sli- it blew me away dad. yeah I, th- 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 that no. just I was like I was so excited about that because I was like wow that's just so yeah. great to go right something hugely important is happening and I just think that we should be there it might be dangerous yeah. it might be this it might be that but I think it's important to be, to, to be around that so that was yeah that blew me away. Um, what was the thing? What was the thing? Sorry, I don't want to. I don't no, want to. Um, I know we're fine. trying to work our way through the months, mate. The more, the longer we talk, the more I don't have to try and get a guest. So the more episodes we can get out of this, okay, I'm happy. It's fine. This, this out. We're, 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 we're like, <laughs> still like it was a shot. April. <laughs> um, go on. Um, okay. Was that? It, it was the Danny Wallace one when he spoke about the guy in the airport that was the con man. Yeah. Yeah. What was that? I'm forgetting. And, and didn't he try and track him down? Yeah, no, it was, he, he met him in a pub, didn't he? He met yeah, him in a pub. Oh, right. So he met him in a pub and he was a comedy... Can he, I borrow a fiver or something like that one? Or he, can I... he was doing something where he had to get somewhere for... That was it. ...off favours yeah. and things like that. And he borrowed... And it turns out this guy had borrowed a fiver off of ended up being this infamous con man. It was yeah. just... Yeah. I can't remember the, the story, so then, now this, this this feels like a plug to say, yeah. go and tune into that episode. Oh, um, do you know what? Do you know what? Uh, uh, that, that podcast was the one. Uh, yeah. I, I, that was the one I didn't know what to expect, and, I'm, and, and I was like, oh, that sounds corny, and I know I said it to you afterwards, but it was quite inspiring. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's, yeah. He's, He's, he's lived a really interesting life. Yeah. And he's he's uh, uh, reading shortlist for years. And, mm. and yeah. yeah, he's the, got the, 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 the column he does yeah. in shortlist makes me lull out yeah. loud. Yeah. Like, it, it, it makes me laugh out loud on trains yeah. regularly. Thanks for Thanks explaining for tra- lull. Translating lull. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me l- <laughs> lull. It's out, it's, out, it's out there now. You, for all, your the, listeners for all the over-20s, that yeah. makes us laugh out loud. Um, <laughs> you can spread the word now. So I, I don't want to get too into my own podcast, but that was a huge month for me because we had the two part with, or no, it wasn't even a two part, a long one with Eddie Temple Morris, yeah, which was a huge breakthrough for us. It got us because we straight again, similar as I did in January on, the, on yeah, last yeah, week's yeah. podcast, I went in, we went in heavy early, and he just spoke so openly about his mental health issues yeah. and his battles with depression and his, 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 his suicide attempts and all sorts of stuff. And it was just amazing, and it was good because. I knew I could go there with Eddie. Eddie is someone I've known a while and love, but also I know that we've both worked with Karma a lot over yeah, the years, yeah, yeah. which is all about male suicide. He's massively involved with Karma. Yeah, hugely. And so it was really good. And the, the reason I think that podcast had such an impact was we didn't do the initial, so how did you get into music? We went like pretty much off the bat. It's like, let's talk about depression. Because, <clears throat> again, wow. it's easy to, if you're... Or as, as again, this isn't a joke at Chris now, but often the bulk of people who listen to some but not all, it'll be the first half hour or forty-five. Yeah, because then mm-hmm. that's 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 the length of your journey or the length of this or that, and then you might not continue on because yeah. a new one comes out or whatever else. So to get into it early, yeah, and his openness just meant the world. It was absolutely, yeah, inspirational. I, uh, yeah, I, I was, I was blown away. But I mean, obviously, we know Eddie because he's he's 
obviously your friend and he's come down and become our friend and DJ. And he's, he's done, he's he's done, done lizards done numerous times for us a lot. Amazing and, DJ, yeah. yeah. Like, like, yeah. like some of my favourite memories of lizards are Ed, Eddie's sets. Like, yeah. he's done, he's done. Um, he come out of South End. South, South, South End was a massive sweat highlight. Drip, yeah. Sweat, 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 sweat was dripping drip off the ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. He, 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 he smashed some rooms, didn't he? I think he done it twice. He done it once, and then he come back with. John Kennedy, yeah, and done yep, it a yep. second time. From not, yeah, I mean, Eddie is probably the person we've had at our at We Are Lizards the most, yeah. and it's because he just always smashes yeah. it. And again, it's not in a, a this way to him. We've had yeah. bigger names, but yeah. we're always excited well, when we're looking at guests. We will regularly say, "How long has it been since, since we last, last had Eddie?" Eddie yeah. to, to, to kind of go, "Can we get him yeah. back yet?" Because he just he kills yeah. it every time. It's amazing. selection. He definitely has. Yeah. He definitely has the. It's two, lovely, lovely guys. So two others that month. I'm going to smash through. Had Howard Marks on, which yep. was hugely important to me because it felt he's he's a bit of a legend in my mind. Again, you can have your opinions on drugs; yep. it's a fascinating conversation. But equally, knowing that he's battling three types of cancer at the moment, yeah. it felt wow. This this is he's not going to be yeah, doing yeah, yeah. an awful lot. As sad, I, I mean, t- to be honest, after the interview, I think he's going to be around a long time. He seemed yeah. just on top of it, but yeah, that was an exciting one for me. But let's get on to Ricky Hall. Just because yep. he's another person that yeah, we've had yeah, at, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. At, at Lizards, and I want to tell. <laughs> let's talk about. Um, I mean, I mean, I mean. Uh, uh, let's count Ricky off a little bit. No, I mean on the <laughs> podcast, I thought he was a really important one to have because he's a model and he's not really known for his talking. Yeah, and it was great to hear him talk properly about his life, his history. Yeah, um, there's a, a meme going around at the moment, and they've they've fucked up so bad because it's a meme saying. If you've got a beard and you look manly, but but can't even change a tyre, sh- shave it off immediately. And it's some kind of this, and they've put it on a picture of Ricky. Brilliant. Ricky happens to have been grown up as a mechanic. No, his whole family, family yeah. mechanics. Yeah. It's, like, it's like you chose the wrong <laughs> typical hipster to choose. Yeah. It's like he can change the tyre and pretty much everything yeah, and I, on your car and bike. I'll tell you what, of, 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 all, of, all the, of all the beardy <laughs> hot models that are out there picking Ricky's, oh, the, the worst Excellent, they've picked Ricky the mechanic. Yeah, but it was it was interesting because again I pointed a lot of people towards that podcast a month or two l- later when he got a lot of shit because yeah, that was yeah. it about the dressing wasn't it? Yeah, and again I got a lovely text off him because we'd booked him to DJ at Lizards. That's right, and it, and it was just when this it was first Vice, wasn't it? And then the yeah. Sun, and then the Mail, all sorts were all hating on him. on him. And he said, "Look, do, do you still want me to come?" And basically, I said to him, "Look, you know you fucked up, right?" Because he said a, he he did a silly and he was doing an interview and he was excited. And he's an excitable lad. And if you listen to that podcast, you'll hear yeah. the first half hour, he's speaking 100 miles an hour. Yeah. And it, it was one of the... I was proud of myself as an interviewer, which are, in general, these are just conversations. I was proud of myself that I managed to relax him and calm him down. I purposely spoke slower on my bits to kind of... Was yeah, that bring him, him down? Yeah. Pre-show handjob? Yeah, 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 and that. Um, he's he's an excitable lad, though, yeah. isn't he? Like, yeah. when, I'd obviously never met him until he come to, um, to, to, to We Are Lizards. Um but he's a lovely lad as well. But he, he he was really friendly and he was he was very very you know like nervous. He's a nervous lad. That, that's what I was gonna say. He's ridiculously nervous and yeah. he was just buzzing around all night. And he was that all right? Was that all right? He said, "Feel all right, yeah." yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and he was like, I think you know he's he's a working so, class so, lad. Yeah. That, so and he was very excited. He got plucked and, out of obscurity to become yeah. a model again. All this is in the it podcast. Was the but, show, wasn't he walking yeah. out of Topshop or something? Wasn't yeah. it? And he, he yeah. got spotted. Um, but he did this interview and they said like where do you get your fashion inspiration he's like I can get it from anywhere I'll get it from kids from catwalks even homeless people 
which is a fucking Zoolander dumbass ass thing to say, which he's aware of. Oh, he's aware that was. Regrand, or what yeah, he was. He was aware that that was a stupid thing to say, but. It, the thing that I found interesting was then how, and it was a real illustration of how, how fucked up and bored the press and social media yeah. are now, that he became so villainised. And people really like, this guy should be fucking executed and yeah. cold and all, that, the, all things like that. And it's like, the, that dude, so sad. the dude said something s- s- silly. 90% of people who've read that haven't even re- read that f- that full interview. It's why I did a post at the time saying, it wasn't just to promote the podcast, but saying, yeah. have a listen to the podcast, man. If you still think he's a dick, then fair play. But yeah. he's not... Nasty. He's not nah. evil. You can think what you want. Again, half the time if they listen to podcasts, I'm sure they're going to hate on me. But yeah. he's he's a nice kid, and yeah, he's a kid on the streets that, and and we've all we all say stupid shit. Yeah, yeah. You know what and, I mean? and yeah. I, I see that, that that's been inferred in in so many ways, and, yeah. and people got upset over it. I don't think that's very cool that people couldn't give him that pass. That yeah. people got that het up over it. It's exciting it's, to hate. It's exciting to hate. It is. Like I was saying to you earlier today. I was saying, "What is you up to today?" Hate and him. I was like, "I was hating," and I was hating because I saw two people, blokes, wearing flip flops, and it's November. And I, yeah. I straight away, I was like, "Yeah, they might have some kind of like athletes that they need to get their feet to it." No, I just get annoyed by people wearing flip flops. Yeah. So, despite me knowing that argument, I was like. I'm going to get hit up about that. I'm going to enjoy it. And I, I have, I have an issue. If if, if a man has a flip flop, um, <laughs> uh, no, not that. I love a flip flop. Um, <laughs> but in um, it, specifically in Leon C, uh, which is quite an affluent area close yep. to us, full of hairdressers, um, full of hairdressers, and um, flip flops. I haven't got a beef with that. Mm. I really haven't. But if you're wearing that, yeah, you're wearing your flip flops, and you have got a toe ring. Yeah, I struggle with that. Yeah, it's a bit much. That's isn't a, it? I yeah. can't. I can't even imagine how angry I'd get seeing yeah. that. Yeah, at the end of the day, I mean, I can't. Who is it? Is it? Is it a Nietzsche quote or? Um, but just basically, haters gonna hate, 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 hate. <laughs> yep. Um, players gonna play, 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 play. Yep. I'm just gonna shake, shake, just, shake. Sh- just, just shake it off. Is my, is my advice in general. Just, just shake, shake it off. It off. Yeah. Shake that ring off your toe, and then put some shoes on. I mean, we don't need to go into it, but it's been a hell of a year for Taylor Swift. <laughs> um, can, can I just go back to flip flops? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Um, like, um, yeah, you can. I'm, I'm starting to get angry. <laughs> no, you're like this. Um, Friday night at uh, 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 the toothbrush. Don't say there was someone wearing flip. No, 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 there weren't. There was a geezer turned up, and he had a jacket like yours, Pip. One of them ones that got the sleeves cut off. Oh, good lad. And, uh, but he had obviously um, he had like a leather jacket on underneath it, and, and on the back of it he had patches of anthrax and stuff like that. He yeah. was, you know, every inch the the, the, the metal <laughs> up. Yeah. And good uh, but he had um, like his, his you know his jeans on and, and long hair and a bit of a beard and whatnot. And but he had big boots on, and as he's walked up to the door. Uh, our security guys have gone like, um, are they still toe caps? And he was like, yeah. And they were like, you, you, you can't really wear them in here. Um, you know, you can wear a tutu, that's fine, but you, you, you can't, we can't have steels in here. Yeah. And uh, and normally that's met with, oh, what, fuck off then. That's what I load about. Mm. And this lad was so sweet. He was like, oh, no, I understand. Um, and all his mates went, see you later, and just went in and left him. <laughs> oh, and man, I just thought, oh, the man. Classic. And, like, and I just thought, right. And I remembered that some 
kind of tropical Alka Pop brand sent us a load of pairs of pink uh, promotional flip flops. Oh, brilliant. And I went, look, I've got an option here, mate. <laughs> it might save you the cab fare home to put on a pair of shoes. How do you feel about wearing a pair of flip flops with your socks all night? And he went, Oh, yeah, that'd be smashing. Thank you. <laughs> oh, so this poor geezer, he was amazing. Lovely lad. He was just every inch the kind of biker metal type. But just had pink neon flip flops and socks on, and he rocked it all night. That's off to that guy. Okay, I so love 100%. it. Hundred percent. That that is a, a reason yeah. to have flip flops. Yeah, yeah, I'm feeling that. Um, let's get on to a couple of news stories. Um, this was the month that Caitlyn Jenner announced that she was going to be Caitlyn Jenner, I believe, or it was, it was around this time. That it was a real "Call Me Caitlyn" was the big thing. Yep. Uh, but we've kind of touched on that. Mm-hmm. It was also, as we half touched on earlier, it was the month of, of Freddie Gray who died who was a young black man who died in police custody um, in the back of the van. Mm-hmm. Um, and man, it's a really tough one. And not to use it to plug podcasts, but the discussion with Killer Mike, Owen Adam on, he speaks yep. so eloquently of, of the, the struggles of facing black America. And I remember saying to him at the time, um, I think America's like, uh, one of America's big problems is its gun laws. Like really, the, the, and there's also been yeah. this last year some real tra- 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 tragedies with shootings and massacres. The last couple of years, it's constant. But equally, because of the way the police are treating Black America at the moment, sitting here as a white guy in safe little Essex, I struggle to tell a black guy in America that I don't think that they should have a gun to protect themselves. Yeah. And I'm completely. I think the gun laws should be changed. All this, <clears> but still, seeing that repeated, just constant or again the exposure of constant um attacks and 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 mistreatment and just disgusting attitudes and, and approaches it's just it's, fr- it's frightening right from our insular little world in essex i mean just yeah. seeing the news about it all this year has just yeah. been like it's popping off all yeah. the time i can't imagine yeah. um how scary that is for a, people a, for, a for part of it having that constant fear of being under threat and again mm. it all feeds itself as we were saying in the last episode about our attacks in the Middle East have fed the attacks over here. It's the same thing. But all it will cause is more aggression towards the police. And it's just, it's this this, this self-fulfilling and prophecy. Cycle, anyway, and and cycle. Um, so talking about that, so uh, they did Meow the Jewels this year. Yeah. Which makes me wish we still did Acid. Yeah. And, um, and then they did gave a lot of proceeds um, what was it? To the, the money they raised off Kickstarter, yep. they gave to those guys. Yeah, so yeah, the yeah. Fat, oh, Sorry, should I say? So that was that was to explain. A run the jewels did a Kickstarter thing to, to re-record the whole of that album only using cat noises. Yeah, so they yeah, sampled sorry, cats that, going meow, and it's called yeah, yeah, Meow yeah. the Jewels, and they did it as yeah. a kind of. A look at the stupid shit people do on Kickstarter. They got the money and more. Yeah, were like shit. Yeah. Now LP was a great producer. Now I have to use cat noises to recreate all these beats and the right LP, tones. LP, who in my, in my opinion's probably the best producer. It's that's one a of the best of all time. He is for me the best producer, and um, he, he does it on cat noises. He remixes that, and he gets a bunch of other people in as well. Yeah, and it, it's amazing. Yeah, it's fantastic. Plus, if you like cats. It's your bag. That's right up your street. I mean, dogs. Yeah, well, <laughs> go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> it's been, I mean, just speaking on music a little bit, um, this year, f- f- for me, it's just been about grime, man. Right? Wow. A, a grime has come back this year. Um, do you know what? I, I've not got 
loads and loads of albums to talk about this year. No, I've, um, I've got and, loads. And, I've and, got a list. Do you know it's, what? I, I, it was, it was, when you said about doing this, first thing I've done was reviewed this year's music, mm. and uh, I can't get that excited. I'm not that. I, I just can't. I, I generally think outside of, of grime, I can't. Mm. And, or outside of UK hip hop, and it's a mm. fascinating one because mm. again, grime was kind of big. Well, when I started off, and I was never part of that scene. Man, no, but you, it was, you, you but it was still really that was on to that. I mean, yeah. like, you, you know, I'd, I'd listen to a lot. I mean, actually, tell a liar. Yeah, you did do that dizzy remix. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was dope. yeah, yeah um, But yeah, that wasn't a bit a big thing for you. The, yeah. the grime tracks I've heard this year have been pretty solid. Or, or, Who are you or talking me, about? What, what kind of thing? Or Skepta. Like uh-huh. this year, Skepta and Boy Better Known and and all that scene. And one of the big ones for me, um, I'd always like playing a bit of I Love You um, uh, in, you, in, you. in the clubs. But mm-hmm. again, the return of that and getting to play, I'm going to play a, a little bit now from um, Skepta and JME, That's Not Me, um, if my speaker works. Oh, this is, uh, this is all right. This is a good tune. Hmm. What do you mean? What do you mean? We can get away with this because it's not yeah. actually plugging it in, so I'm not. Oh, really? Samples are fine. Oh, You're really? going. Skip up. One line flows, yeah, I got some of those. Get me, Jamie. Easy. Nah, nah, that's not me. I look a waste, man, that's not me. Sex in the girl, nah, that's not me. Lips in the girl, nah, that's not me. Yeah, I used to wear Gucci, I put it all in the bin, cause that's not me. True, I used to look like you, but dressing like a mess, nah, that's not me. It's the return of the Mac, I'm still alive just like Tupac. Girls in the front row, girls in the back. Spit one lyric, everybody's like, brat. Flashback to the cold nights in the trap, now I'm in a new room, counting a big stack. Anyway, we won't listen to all of it, but yeah, I, I kind of, that was... All, all that sceptical boy, but no, I think it's then caused a resurgence in people going crazy about Kano and Dizzy and, and you know all these people are killing it again. People so, should go crazy about Kano. Kano, yeah. I love, I love the dude's a beast. He is, he is. But it's, it's a weird one because I had someone a message me saying, "Oh, I'm loving all this grime stuff blowing up. I'd like you to get on a grime track and and, and use the exposure." And it was one of them weird. I was like to kind of say, "You know, I was around when it was." blown up before it's just mm. not I can appreciate and I'm, mm, again yeah. I'm, mm. th- I had almost had gets on on distraction pieces <laughs> and really gets has been is blowing up um, and and Sway I've been been, been talking about you doing know, stuff with for years, for years yeah man. yeah again and, and been a fan for years as mm. well so it's exciting but then the thing that I always also said it's, was go on sorry I don't know how long it lasts because each time there's a big burst of, of grime a, about a year into it people realise that the formula is just picking a word or phrase to say a lot. And then re-repeat. So it will be, yeah. Rinse and repeat. Shut down, or that's not me, or... And, it, and it's, I, I, I love you. It's weird, because around that time as well, like you, you look at like some of 50 Cent stuff, and around that time of G-Unit, they were all ending those... Uh, all ending their bars on the same lines. Yeah. And for yeah. me, I was like, oh, fucking hell. I was brought up in... I was lucky to grow up in 90s hip hop and just love yeah. the music yeah. which we'll talk about later with other movies like Dope yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then I was listening to that I was like what and, and then I, I saw more sense in Grime when Grime did it yeah. than when hip hop did it I know that sounds yeah. weird but Grime came from other roots than what hip hop did musically sonically yeah. so I kind of got it Dan, I, so I, I, I can never remember if it was Dan Lassac or Joshua Ederhen of Poem Between People and of Ben in City and numerous other things who came up with it but they used to regularly have a little a freestyle thing that was kind of a, a, a mocking grime. That were they just going to do a song called 
Um, <laughs> and my coat. It's like it's my coat. I like your coat. I take your coat. I make your coat. My, just, just really, just going, just yeah, really yeah. going on about a coat rather yeah, than about yeah, yeah. either a car or work. Just yeah. really, and they used to go for hours on this. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I have got a new coat. I put your coat down. Put my coat on. Coat. Just really, yeah. Getting excited about coats. Because there's a verse which is, which is quite relaxed. I can that. just go to the toilet at this point because my knowledge of grime. <laughs> yeah. Uh, apart from uh, the. Uh, 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 do you know what? I was going to add something about the nights I do with Mum dance because obviously he's he's, at the, he's he's heavily involved in that yeah, he's novelist and, and, and things like that. But um, <laughs> how badly do you need to go? I really need a wee. Well, go on. I, I, I was going to move on to the next month. I, I, but if you I, wanna... I feel at forty-two years yeah. of age. I, I shouldn't be trying to. Um, a white forty-two-year-old. Forty-two. Forty-two. I'm about, fucking sorry. Man. I should be getting involved. I'm go sorry. on. You go to the toilet. Shit. I thought he's uh, seriously. Thought he's fifty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I remember that when. Uh, uh, we were growing up in the early <coughs> early grime or more more garage I wasn't into it at all no, I don't and you were you, feeling it and you were you into were, dizzy and stuff like that more, you were so more, solid or whatever you, you know you wouldn't have it like so if, if a, a, a social group metal and hip hop at the time <coughs> excuse me if um, a social group of ours being in, in, in Essex we were lucky to have a bunch of social groups like Palmer's mm. College you had you had all the indie kids, you had the rockers, you had the trendy, trendies or the yeah. grungers, but you would never tolerate the, the smarter clubs. Yeah. Yeah, and I wouldn't I'd go there. If, 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 if you had to wear shoes, I, I literally exactly, would like go. Jay, Jay used to be like that, but I, I, I genuinely, I'd go anywhere yeah. because, kind of because of girls mainly, yeah. I mean, if I'm going to be honest, but Garage yeah. wasn't a big, but I, I look back, Garage has had this resurgence and I prefer it now to when I, I did back then, but Grime was a weird one because the Grime kind of <clears> obviously followed it and it was a, Bit dirty. I really liked yeah. um, like Dizzy, um, Wiley when they were coming out. Yeah, Roll yeah. Deep. I used to listen to you know all the, the radio. I still got mixtapes and that of the radio yeah. stations where Dizzy's throwing out all these lyrics before he wrote, yeah, yeah, uh, wrote yeah, yeah. Boy, "Boy in the Corner." Um, and around that time when I was DJing as well, um, so I'd play, I'd do drummer, I'd do drummer bass, and I'd go onto uh, radio pirate radio stations or go around people's houses in like London and places yeah. like that, and. There was a reason for saying this, by the way. I'd have, like, Grime Show MCs off. talking about this, where they would be talking about, like, gangster stuff, like yeah. like, like rough stuff, rough yeah. kids stuff, where they're talking about guns or knives or drugs. Yeah. And then sometimes you had other kids come in who rapped better but about guns, but knives and guns. And those kids, like, the other kids were like, what are you fucking talking about? You know nothing about this. This isn't you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah. this because... Two of my mates are now doing 20 years that we yeah. all knew and now like, have been absolutely done for coke dealing. Yeah. And these other little white kids coming in now and I'm like, man, he's, 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 he's rapping better than you guys. Yeah. And I, he, doesn't, he doesn't know it. And, um, and this year we've had Slim Jesus, who's, he's, we've had all that. I mean, it's slightly later when was yeah. Drill Time came out, but yeah. we've got all that, all that to come. And how, I just thought that's an interesting subject. How long was it until they... S- saw you in the room and kicked you out. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I was just good. cleaning the floors. Um, just quickly, a good wee? Good, good wee. Was good um, wee, yeah. Was it good? Stu's back. Been for a... Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, yeah. mixed reviews, yeah. Sweet. Well, let's get on to May. Um, <laughs> um, uh, Chris, I'm going I'm to let you choose if we go for podcast, MMA or films first or news. I've got um, I've got one big bit of news. Go for um, go for two podcasts MMA, two because I, I I need to so, pardon myself right now. So where am I going? Dan first? Hardy. Um, in my garden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want to say that. Um, Dan Hardy on. 
Dan Hardy, and it turned into a two-parter because we got really deep into his career Man, and then just like, talking MMA. Anyone that saw Dan Hardy with his red mohawk coming out to Pantera or whatever yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. like... Punk. Pumped, like, yeah. just wanting to smash people. Listen to that, because that ain't him. And again, it was it was a really a fun one, because I feel I know Dan... I, I quite well it was similar to this in that I was quite comfortable to mug him off every now and yeah. then because he went on for quite a while about his, his crystals and his and, and, and the energy and things like that like, yeah there's a little bit of, yeah he was because you went to his, his place didn't his, you his that new was place like, yeah was it beautiful. like a converted church it, or something it was a town hall essentially right. so it's this beautiful huge like high ceilings really high yeah. ceilings um, yeah it's, it's, it's lovely a, a wife does kind of those Silks things, acrobatics, ah, I think. So right. that's yeah, why they yeah, wanted yeah. the high ceilings, and yeah, it's a beautiful place. But yeah, that was a really good fun one. And and the other one we I, I did was the Prince Charles Cinema was the one that got a lot of love. Um, I had Paul Paul from uh, Paul Vickery from the Prince Charles Cinema, and it was amazing that that was one of our most downloaded. Considering he wasn't famous at all, but it was interesting. It was him talking what do you think about that was. Um, it was the subjects, I think. It was the him talking about Jesse's love of cinema, and then even the inner workings of an independent a cinema of yeah. not a major chain of the things that you have to try and do. And and the Prince Charles again was run by the people who ran a Robbins cinema. Get in, out, in really? Bazen, which, we, which we used to go no to and go to all nighters. Because no I see you see the Prince Charles being the the, the forerunners of all nighters of marathons. That's what they used to do at Robbins shit. as well. They do the that's Halloween all nighters yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. I love so. the Halloween all nighters. Have yeah. you ever been to the, the one in Canvey? I've never been there. No, no, I didn't I've even been know. past it. Canvey got a cinema on the seafront. On the seafront, yeah. What? Apparently, it's a little family run kind of like little cinema. Well, you know, everyone's winding down for Christmas. Let's have a little trip to the cinema together, eh? Let's go and see mm. something nice. Mm. No, right, well, me and you, Stu. <laughs> no, look, I can't imagine that um, being good. Anyway, two films. <laughs> Let's get on to some films, because okay. we've not done much right, films. Okay, There's okay, going to be sorry, two sorry. that you're going to be able to be excited about, Chris. <clears throat> okay. um, Avengers Age of Ultron and Mad yeah, Max. Yeah, 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 okay, cool. Well, which yeah. one do you want to... Go in on both. I thought both were amazing um, and c- cinema films. Right, um, I've talked about this a lot. I'm a big fan of the cinema experience of watching films in the cinema. Hundred percent. Like we'll watch, on our, watch having, it on our own, won't we? Having ice cream. cream. Yeah, we'll I'll go on my own. Having ice cream. <laughs> having... <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Can be on my own. <laughs> can be on your own. I'm going next time I go on my just, own. I'm just going to plug be. another amazing cinema. Just to be going into it. Empire Cinemas in Basildon. Standard, like the best. My number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my number one. It's my number one. I like that they've got the studios for occasionally having more obscure films. That's four lines in there. Yeah. Again, I love it, but I also like. Again, it's just I I went to um, the Barbican to see uh, a documentary uh, uh, last night about the music scene in, in Reykjavik in 81 and 82. <laughs> see any more of a hipster wanker than... Hello! <laughs> oh my God. No, it's, it's, it's really good. Documentary there's, there's, on there's, vegan there's a reason why he didn't invite me to that. <laughs> it, 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 it featured Bjork in a, as, as a teenager in her first band, like oh, okay. pre The Sugar Cubes. It was just, it was good. I, I really enjoyed it. We missed that album in January, by the way, which yeah. was dope. Yeah, it was amazing. But um, I shit on... A cinemas, I like that bit. I got asked to get involved in the Save the Curzon stuff because the Curzon genuinely is a great chain of cinemas, has amazing stuff. But I refuse to get involved because if you're not going to man up and have a, a fucking Ben and Jerry stall and some hot dogs, you can fuck right off. You deserve oh, yeah. to close down. But that's a hot dog machine. Hot dog machine in the corner. That, look yeah. at you. Yeah. But yeah, no, I completely agree. There's loads of cinemas in London that I love that are beautiful and that are arty and all this kind of thing. But I like to go to a cinema and have the option 
of a hot dog, nachos, ice cream, and and, and sweets I'm familiar with. Pick a mix and whatever else. And mm-hmm. I love, yeah, I love Empire in Basildon. Nothing makes me happier than going to Basildon and... and, and <laughs> end it there. End it there. <laughs> <laughs> end, end it there, yes. then end your life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But yeah, no, it's true. But yeah, I thought it was. Uh, so let's start on. Um, let's do Mad Max. Let's do Mad Max. So um, yeah, really liked it. I thought um, cool. It, it, um, it cool. <laughs> <laughs> Next one. Yeah, no, I loved it's it. Jordan. I loved it. I, I, I don't know. Like uh, Tom Hardy was. Um, it's quite. He, he played a silent sort of character in it. I didn't think Mad Max had a lot of uh, dialogue himself. Yeah. Um, and it was so crazily fast-paced, wasn't it? It was. It was right. It was like right, Fury Road. It was that. It was just yeah. absolutely mad. He was amazing. I thought Theron was fantastic in it as well. Yeah. I'm yeah, the biggest yeah. f- a f- a fanboy at the moment f- f- for Zoe Isabella Kravitz. And I think she's had an amazing year because again we're getting onto the dope as well. So, so oh, you're shit. you're looking a bit blank. You're not remembering yeah, who no, she is, no, but no, she was yeah. in Mad Max as one of the wives, and she was also in Dope as yeah, the, yeah, as the, as the love interest. But, yeah. but I think again, I think she's fantastic, and I thought that film in general was just. It, again, it's a perfect cinema film. It was hmm. so huge, it was a, and so as you said, it was was fast paced, just constantly. The lad hmm. from about the boy, a boy was fantastic as well. Yeah, Holt, Holt, and Nicholas Holt, Holt was Holt smashing it, he's right killing there. it. Um, have you seen? Oh, sorry, sure, no, no. Have I seen what? His balls. Um. <laughs> no, it's weird that you mentioned Kravitz Yours or earlier. <laughs> you mentioned Kravitz earlier because yeah. everyone saw his balls this year, didn't they? Oh yeah. my god, this guy sent it to me. I don't want to see a picture of his dick. And I don't want to see a picture of his dick. Right, I mean, this comes later in the year, but let's get into it now because. <laughs> <laughs> fast forward Kravitz's Kravitz's ball bags. There was a picture up. that came out of, of Lenny Kravitz's trousers had ripped open. And there was his his cock was there. Um, his cock was just oh, there, and it was there, all right. And people are like, oh, he's got he's got a cock ring, and he, in my opinion, he'd tied off. Are you familiar <laughs> with tying off? No, as a term. I, I'm only familiar see, with it because you explained it. You to see, me. I've mentioned like, this to people, and people are alien to it. But it's a popular thing. Like tying off is something that's done Pop- in popular. You know, take that with a pinch of salt. Tying off is done when um, someone. For some reason, he's doing a photo shoot or whatever, and they want their penis to appear large, right? So you'll you'll through, through whatever means and are necessary, you'll get a bit of blood going, and then you'll Semi. trap the blood so Not it on. remains a decent size. So tying it off with either a high cock ring or a ball kind of thing that yeah. So I, it, which made me then think: Has he staged this rip, this tearing of his shorts, or does he always just get himself a bit up there for a show just because he wears tight jeans and? Yeah, but yeah. Well, 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 what was your conclusion of that? Thought is what I'm more. My interested conclusion in. was that it tied off, and probably does it in general because if you're wearing tight, tight leather trousers in general, it will they'll, they'll they'll show a bit of a bulge. I mean, we could talk about the games penis. <laughs> the games penis also came 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 a, a oh later in the year. Oh my gosh, this was a great the, the rap of the game journey. The rap well, of the I, game. Yeah. Anyway. On Instagram, he posts a picture of himself. In yeah, his yeah, yeah. Just with a, have you seen his hashtags though? His ha- the his hashtags, hashtags are golden. His hashtags are a, a Jilly Cooper fucking novel. Yeah. Right? Like, um, what is it? Mills and Boone mm. pornographic. Some Mills and Boone shit up in here. <laughs> um, if Lenny Kravitz purposely had a cock ring, yeah, and had some kind of easy rip pant on, yeah. To expose his his semi yeah. whilst on stage, that's yeah. fucking incredible. It, 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 it was because you look, his pants were designed by the same person that, that designed <laughs> Janet Jackson's outfit. <laughs> at the, at the, no, I'm making this up. <laughs> 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 like, 
the, I was buying that, that shit. That, that was a lie. But the, the famous Super Bowl, the, yeah. the, the, the uh, 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 nipple, uh, uh, nipple slip <laughs> thing. Um, but yeah, that was. I mean, that's penises covered, and that even isn't even in this month. We've just wedged penises let's into that mouth. Let's, let's have it right. Let's talk more about dicks. I'm not done with dicks. Who's that guy when we were watching that fight? And he just like... And I, I had to come green and go, come on, man, you must see his dick in, in there. And it, that, was, that was one of the ones that you fell asleep that, and were dreaming that? of dicks. <laughs> What's that guy's Let's move on to Avengers Age of Ultron. I'm not going to remember that guy's okay, name. Right. Age of Ultron, I thought it was amazing. The one thing that set me back on it slightly and the awkwardness was no how dicks. I'm, no, was no dicks. Was was how amazing Quicksilver was in the X Men film yeah, last yeah, year, yeah, yeah. and the recasting, which was great still. But I just, I don't know. It yeah, that was a huge. Again, that was, a, massive, that was, a, was that was a really tough one. And also, you know, they they didn't they didn't hold back on how they tried to cast that as well. That yeah, was a guy from Kickstarter, yeah. which kick, Kickstarter, um, oh, kick ass. Kickstarter. And, um, <laughs> he doesn't he's, know what we're talking about, bro. He's cock blind. He can't <laughs> 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 but yeah. And it's like they went in on it, but actually, weirdly, for me, uh, Age of Ultron, where they, I think, second movie, uh, there was hyper, there was discussions about who's going to get done in or is there going to be a sacrifice made. I don't know. Part of me wanted a bigger character to go. Like, I I actually thought, um, I don't know if I can say this. Can I spoil? Spoilers, it's it's end of year. Have you seen Age of Ultron? Do you want to see it? Tune off now. Um, I thought I think I've, I'd have thought they knocked off Hawkeye because uh, I was going to say it was Hawkeye's oh, film. Look, it was look, Hawkeye's look, film, look wasn't it? Family he always it. with his family. For me, if you if you have that, the payoff should be smash his head in with I, a rock. I mean, I really enjoyed that that they chose to make it. The I mean, the star of that one was Hawkeye. Do you know what I mean? They made yeah, it, yeah, they, they gave his character focus. the most time and the most yeah. attention. Mm. Um, I've lost. Oh no, it's on there. <laughs> I think out of all the all the um, Avengers crew, I think. Uh, is it Jeremy Renner? Is that, that yeah? Guy? Yeah, Renner. He's great. I think he can light people up. I reckon if if the if the um, Avengers cast had a ruck, yeah, it'd be between. That's him Billy and from Big, Thor. isn't it? No way, really. Yeah, is it from the, what? The guy from Hurt Locker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's um, Jimmy, Jimmy, Cocker Pub, Jimmy. That's Tom <laughs> Hanks. Really big. big. Yeah. No way. No fucking really? way. Yeah. I was not aware of that. That is yeah. amazing. Oh, yeah, Billy. I love that. Now um, the the the. The, the I wish one, that was a line there because yeah. that would have been an amazing one. But I'm pretty sure. Great, um, the one, um, <laughs> the one cr- criticism that people that had of Age of Ultron seemed to be it's exactly the same as the other one, but with a new mm. story. And again, I didn't give a, sh- a shit about that. The, 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 they've got a great formula of going right. Here's the characters that we balance. Here's how we. It, yeah, it was still an enjoyable. I, experience I think when for you me. get up to that size budget, and that budget is huge, you, there, there's sacrifices that get made when you're starting to play to an audience that can facilitate a payment of a budget and mm-hmm. that. Like, I remember when they did Transformers and I was like, it wasn't exactly... I mean, if you, do you remember Transformers, the animated movie? Yeah. Dark yeah. as fuck. Like, watch yeah. the film. And yeah. it is like people... Like, all, all, you, you know, as a kid, as a 10-year-old, I was watching that series. Like, oh, man, I love all these guys. I love all these... Transformers movie, I think its slug line was, um, does Optimus Prime die in this movie? It's like selling it to you Damn. like that, your, your hero. Yeah. And people are getting wasted left, right and centre. And um, I've totally lost from my train. I was, was going to say, I was about to say, we could just just leave Chris t- talking about Transformers <laughs> yeah. for hours. I know that's possibly. Oh, right, sorry, um, yeah, yeah. Um, the budget has to be that big in order yeah. to, to make those movies. Completely. And again, I, I loved it. I mean, let's smash through some MMA quickly because we're going to end on this month get bogged down in 
Christine Cox have been watching MMA. No, it's no, fine. Talk. Just quickly, talk. call me a rumble. So actually, I mean, we should mention, or oh, we missed it in last month, John Jones had his hit and run. So he drove in, John Jones, the champion of Smash Cormier, drove into a pregnant woman's car and then r- ran away from the scene. Quite rightfully was therefore stripped of his belt, suspended. Cormier Rumble, Rumble Johnson was in line to fight John Jones. They then fought for the, the vacant belt. And yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's a great scrap. You know, Rumble having possibly the hardest punch in the world, catching Cormier and rocking him, and Cormier pulling it back to then dominate, really. Ah, uh, prior to that, yeah. Was, did we not have the John Jones Rumble press conference stare down? That was hilarious. Fucking Again, hilarious. that's a beautiful thing where jo- uh, they come up and square up and then they start to scrap and Dana's having this big panic separating them and then it was all a set up and a joke because yeah. of the Cormier one which we yeah. spoke about in the last yeah. week's episode but yeah fantastic scrap and Cormier becoming the champion and being instantly getting like John Jones I love it I, I love the way he says John Jones that would be the soundbite John Jones <laughs> get your shit together get your shit together like, you know um, he just no, I'm. I'm. I, I'm going to move on quickly in MMA on this one. Um, just quickly though, Andre Orlovsky, Travis Brown. Wow, man! God damn, that was a fight. I've, again, from back in the day when we were watching Chris Orlovsky was one of he was he was our he was, the hero. He was one of our heroes. I was trying to and the him. comeback he's had had this year of smashing people. And Brown was the one where it was like he smashed people, but all oh, right, he's now against a high level. He's going to get smashed. And what a fight! Do you know what? I was, I was literally chatting with my pal this morning and we was talking about like fights of the year. And I, I don't know how I'd completely forgot about that. Yeah. What a tear up. What a scrap. The, one of the best first rounds ever. Yeah. Um, Orlovsky surprising everyone and coming out and dominating and then getting caught and yeah, then yeah, yeah, thinking, yeah. oh, is he done now? And yeah. Crazy. Great, great scrap. Um, let's, let's round this month off um, with the Ireland voting to legalise gay marriage. Yeah, that was that month. Of course it was. That was, that was. It was a huge thing. It was something. I did a post about it saying, look. I struggle with things like this because it's celebrating something that should just be the norm. I, 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 I struggle saying, congratulations, in 2015, oh. you've legalised gay marriage. But the fact was, and again, I had to bite, I had to arraign myself in on my own kind of judgment of, of, of whatever there. And so the fact is, this day means the fucking world to a lot of people who That's felt thing, who man. felt repressed <laughs> out there, who yeah, felt this absolutely. day. It's like, regardless of it being too late, it's arrogant or selfish of me to go online and sh- shit on it and no, go no, well you should have done it ages ago it's like no that's an amazing yeah. day to celebrate and the fact as well that it was voted by the public it wasn't yeah. some it wasn't just a government thing or pressure it was the public as one st- 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 stood up and said fuck that bullshit that's yeah. ridiculous you know so yeah I thought that was a beautiful thing that was absolutely yeah yeah I, 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 I think that's that that is to be celebrated now, yeah. some, what was, where was it was it in Ireland with the cake do you remember that that travesty this year where they wouldn't print a picture on a cake for someone's wedding because it had something to do with um, uh, man to man male to male marriage and I was like sorry we can't do that it's ridiculous isn't it sorry we can't do that because um, it goes against our principles as a as a cake making fucking yeah. company, we can't. We're 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 one hundred percent Christian. Some dumb bullshit, isn't it? But yeah. yeah, that was a beautiful moment and a beautiful thing. And uh, I mean, 
was it last year that you also had the same in America where they they they, they legalized it a lot more broadly yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, nationally? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. That's, that's massive. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the gays. Um, Word up. We. Uh, I'm going to wrap it up now. We. There was a point where you said, "Oh no, that was it." When you said about the guy that the Renner was in big. Yeah. You said you wish that that was just a lie because that would be a great story. Yeah. Can we end this one? Uh, uh, we're going to be back n- next week. This might end up turning into four or five. Um, <laughs> can we end this one with just pick your favourite Mark story? Now, we need oh, to explain. Wow. Um, uh, Mark Watts is a mate of ours who we all... He's just a legend. I, he, or you were working on a, a documentary on his... He, he runs a, a studio. Yeah, Mark, Mark runs a, a studio called The White Room. And, and he's, uh, he's a dude. I, yeah. I remember the first time I met him and thought, fuck me, who is this guy? He's too... Because he's an intense guy, but as soon as I got past my sh- sh- shock... My, my, my first meeting with him was, was very similar. Um, I popped down there at the time I was doing flyer bags for, for clubs and, and, and businesses, and he had a music studio, and I went down there, and I walked into his studio, and I think I left about six hours later, exhausted, uh, feeling like I told him... Within about three sentences... What's your old man do for a living then? All oh, right, yeah, and 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 that was it. I was, uh, he was in, and uh, he's 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 amazing. His enthusiasm is 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 off the chain, and but he just always has there's stories to tell. Anytime anyone spends any any time with Mark, so I I, I don't want to get into all of them, but the uh, one of the ones that you told me this year, I think it happened a while ago, was when you and him went to the boxing. And he couldn't take his bottle of water in, or, or first he couldn't no, get to his no. seat. No, we went to see the milk. It oh, wasn't the milk. Scene. No, but we went to see um, uh, the band of milk, um, uh, uh, the Randass. Right, and <laughs> and he had a bottle of uh, a, a bottle of water, and uh, he he doesn't drink. And and as as, as we walked in, there was this. This young lad and uh, that, that would open the doors and and, oh, yeah, and, and kind of show you to your seats almost, and and he went, um, "I need the lid off your bottle of water, please, sir." And Mark was like, "What's that then?" He went, well, you, 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 "You can't take lids in now." And he was like, "Oh, uh, oh all right then." So he gave him his lid, and he then proceeded to put it in a like um. A, a, a huge dustbin with a big bin liner in it, which also had about another sort of like thousand fifteen hundred um, water bottle tops in it. We've then walked into the venue, and Mark's then shouted back at this guy that's still trying to do other people with their bottles of water. Where's my seat, mate? And he went four uh, uh, C. So Mark sat in four A, and then he went no, 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 next one. And so Mark skipped that one and then sat in in, in the. <laughs> To the point where this bloke's then had to come down, leave his post, and ju- just to, because Mark's just on the on the just on the wire. But you could tell the geese was just thinking, "Please just sit down, <laughs> yeah, like leave me alone." And uh, so that, that that was all that. Watch the gig, and, and as we've left the venue, As thousands of people are leaving at that time. Yeah. Obviously, this this guy's flat out. Mark's gone. Uh, Hello, mate. Um, you got me bottle top. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> And this guy didn't know what was going on. And he was like, yeah, you put it in there. And obviously there's an arrow dustbin over flaming bottle tops. <laughs> and uh, he was like, do you mind if I go in and, and, and have a look for it? And, and the bloke was like, can you just... And he just gave him a random one. And, and obviously he was just like, please go away. Was this definitely my one, mate? Like, <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Beautiful, beautiful. So, yeah, we'll end it there and we'll be back next week starting with June. We'll 
where we're going to be talking about the Gal Porter podcast, the Refugee Special, um, Jur- Jur- Jurassic World, Dope, Amazing Films, um, Verdum Kane, all sorts of fights. A Rachel Dolezal, which is I'm going to get into hugely, um, and loads of good stuff. So yeah, see you next week. Witness history at Roland Garros, where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage of the French Open begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens.